He is the rock of your life. He is the cornerstone of your foundation. When you built upon him, when you built upon the rock of Jesus Christ, you built upon the most stable foundation that there is. Welcome to Wesley Amazon Church, where we're working the vineyard through faith, worship, witness, and service. Again, we're blessed to have you with us on today. And as always, let's go ahead and get into the word. Our scripture text today can be found in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7. That's the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7. And we'll begin our reading at verse 24. It reads, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended and the floods came. The winds blew and beat on the house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall. Amen. I want to share today from the subject of foundations. Foundations. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we bless you now, and we ask, God, as always, that you would be with us in our time of sharing. Anoint me afresh, O God, to share your word. Anoint your people afresh to receive it. And then I pray, Father, that you would use me for your will and for your glory. And I ask now, God, that you would open our ears and help us to listen. Open our eyes, for we want to see Jesus. Then open our hearts that we might receive him. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Blessed Holy Ghost. Amen. Foundations. The seventh chapter of Matthew is considered the, the conclusion of the Sermon on the Mount. Yes, from chapter five to seven is considered or called the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus shares a series of teachings or, or principles that we should govern and live by. And as he shares this collection of sermons on the mountain, uh, it does not tell us how long this took place. You know, most time we read it as if it took place in one long sermon series or setting, but it does not give us a, an outline of how long it took place, whether it was one day or several days. It just tells us that Jesus was there on the mountain and he gave from chapter five to chapter seven, he gives these teachings, he gives these principles to live by. And as he gives this sermon on the mount, he gives many illustrations throughout his sermons as he delivers them uh, in this particular text. And but when we find ourselves here in chapter seven, the conclusion of the Sermon on the Mount, and, this, and we find that Jesus really, really shares six principles in this last chapter itself. He shares the first few verses of this chapter, the judging others. And then he talks about seeking answers from God and how we should be persistent in our seeking from God. And he goes on to share about an entry into eternal life. And he talks about true and false prophets. And then he talks about the true and false disciples. And, and the last and the final thing that he shares in this is the wise and the foolish builder. Yes, in our text, Jesus gives us a lesson and an illustration on the importance of having a sure foundation. 
many of us are looking to make sure that our life is solidified and, and we made it look to see that our life is solidified financially. We always want to make sure that we have a solid financial foundation. But what about our spiritual lives? What about the life that really matters? And that is the spirit life. Are we making sure that we have a strong and a solid foundation when it comes to spiritual things? Well, here in this text, Matthew, uh, Jesus shares with us and he gives us an illustration of what it is to be a wise builder and a foolish builder. And in the midst of giving us an illustration of a wise and a foolish builder, Jesus shares with us the importance of having a strong foundation in our lives. One of the first things that I want to share out of our text is this. We must make sure that we have a sure foundation. Yes, in verse 24, uh, Jesus shares with us that there are those who are hearing him. And he says, you must take to heed to what I'm saying to you. And don't just listen to what I'm saying, but you must take what I'm saying and put it into action. Yes, what Jesus is simply saying there is we've got to make sure that we start with listening and doing. Yes, when he begins to share in this first illustration, he, he talks about the wise builder. And he says that one who is a wise builder will, first of all, lay the foundation. Yes, we have to make sure that we put a foundation down if we're going to build. If we don't put a foundation down and we just start building, that structure that we build is sure to come to ruins. But it starts with putting down a foundation. And then we don't just start by putting down a foundation. We start a foundation by digging. Yes, we must start a foundation by digging. And that means that we have to break up some ground. We have to begin to remove some debris. We have to prepare the place that we're going to build to have the structure put on it. See, digging is the most important part of the foundation. Yes, when we talk about listening, yes, to build the foundation, we got to first start with listening, listening to the word of God. Yes, God expects us to not only listen to his word, but he expects us to obey the word. Yes, see, in Hebrews 4 and 12, it tells us that the word of God can cut like a sword. Yes, it said that the word of God can cut just like a sword. That shows me that the word of God is able to dig into our life. It's able to dig into our consciences and it's able to deal with some things and be able to convict us on some things that we know we need to straighten out. So when we think about this text and they talk about the foundation and we talk about digging, we got to let the word of God dig into us. We got to let the word of God begin to have its way as we begin to listen and hear the word of God. Don't just listen for what you want to hear. But let the word of God have its full effect on you. And when the word of God has its full effect on you, it will begin to dig out some things that are deep rooted within us. Yes, as the word of God begins to penetrate our hearts and our minds, it will begin to deal with some things that we have embedded deep in us. And yes, even as we put up a physical structure, we start by digging a foundation. And yes, that means we have to begin to dig into the soil and you never know what you're going to run into when you start digging. Oh my God. And even when we think about our lives, we never know what we're going to run into when we start digging. When we really start digging into our lives, when we really get to the meat of who we are as an individual and start digging into it, we never know what we may discover. But not only does the word of God say that it cuts and we must dig into us, but it also says in Hebrews 4 and 12 that the word of God is able to discern our thoughts and the intents of our hearts. 
Yes, as the word of God begins to dig into us, as we listen to the word of God, and as we allow in our hearts to be softened to the word of God, as it penetrates our hearts and it penetrates our, our thinking, as we begin to think on the word of God, as we begin to meditate on the word of God, and as the scripture says, meditate on the word of God day and night. It's when we do that process that the word of God begins to dig in us and really began to work on us and began to reveal some things that we need to deal with. But not only do we listen to the word of God, it says that we must also be those who do the word of God. Yes, when we talk about doing the word of God, we got to make sure that we are ones who are willing to, to do the work that's necessary to build the foundation. We have to do the necessary things to prepare the foundation upon which we're going to build. You see, the foundation after it's been laid and after it's been dug out and the foundation is laid, then it has to be built upon. Yes, that means that there has to be a structure put upon the foundation which you have laid down. Nobody lays down a foundation and then doesn't build upon it. So when we think about what he's telling us in the text is once we get our foundation in place, that's when we began to build. Many of us don't have a foundation in place, and that's why our spiritual lives are in such disarray. But what he's saying to us in this text as a wise builder, we put our foundation in place, and then we begin to build upon the foundation that we've laid in place. And as we build upon that foundation, he says the foundation will have a house built upon it. I would think the house, and I take that to be a symbol of the life that we're living. Yes, the, the, that which contains the living and the life that is in us. Everyone who has a house, you, you do some living in that house. There's life that takes place in that house. If there's no living and there's no life in that house, it's just a dead space. But when we put that house on a foundation and we begin to build upon it, we're putting something on it that will take care of and involve our life and our living. So when we think about this foundation that we built upon and we put this structure on it, when we relate that over to our spiritual life, we must take our spiritual life and begin to build upon the foundation in which we have laid. And once we build upon that foundation, we've got to begin to live it out and we've got to begin to experience life on that foundation and through that structure in which we built. And see, when we prepare that foundation, we're preparing it for growth. Oh, yeah, there's many times when there are add-ons to a structure. There, there are add-ons to a foundation because the foundation is solid and strong. You're able to add on to that foundation because it could not only support what was already there, but it can support that which you add to it. And so when we think about our spiritual lives, we got to make sure that our foundation is strong enough that we can add to it. There are many of us who are weak in our faith and we're not able to add to our faith. We're not able to add to the foundation that we've built upon because we can barely handle the things that are already in our spiritual life. But when we have a solid and a sure foundation, we're able to build upon that which we laid. The foundation that we've laid down, we're able to experience growth on that foundation. See, the success of growth of our growth depends upon the strength of the foundation. If we don't have a strong foundation, it's going to be difficult for us to grow. But Jesus is telling us in this first illustration in verse 24 and 25 that we got to make sure that we have a solid and a sure and a strong foundation on which upon to build upon. And as he says in the text, when the storm comes and begins to beat upon the house, the house will be able to stand the storm. 
Uh, when our lives are being bombarded spiritually, we'll be able to stand the storm. When doubt creeps in, we'll be able to we'll be able to stand the storm. When, when people challenge us in our faith and what we believe, we'll be able to stand the storm because we built our lives on a sure and a true foundation. The next thing that I want us to understand out of the second illustration, which he shares with us in verse 26, when Jesus says that there is the foolish builder. And yes, he says this foolish builder, he hears, but he does not heed what he's heard. He does not listen to what he's heard. He, he does not do what the word of God says to do. In other words, this person is not really paying attention to what the word of God says. And he says this person begins to build. But note, he said they don't take the time to prepare a solid foundation. They simply began to build upon the sands. And the thing that we have to understand is this, the foundation fails because of poor preparation. Yes, if we don't prepare our foundation properly, if we don't prepare our foundation in the right and proper way, it will fail. And the reason that it's failed is because we had poor preparation. We didn't take the time to dig into the, the surface in which we were going to build upon. We thought it was just enough to build it upon the surface, not understanding that sometimes those things that are on the surface will begin to shift and shape and move. And then you won't have a foundation at all. That's why many of us are challenged in our spiritual lives because we built it on some surface things and we have not allowed that which was on the surface to be dug into. And because of that, as it began to shift and to move, we began to shift and move in our spiritual walk and our spiritual understanding. And we're therefore we don't have this solid foundation, which God has given us. And if we have this so strong and solid foundation, as it talks about in the first illustration, we would not be moved. But he says the second one fails because it's not built on a true and a sure foundation. You see that when the word of God is treated with ill regard, no respect and, 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 and no interest, we'll find ourselves in a position where our foundation begins to shift. You see, it's, it's out of respect for the word of God that we allow ourselves the digging power and allow the word to dig into our lives because we respect the word of God. We, re we reverence the word of God. And as the word of God begins to work on us, it begins to do the work that is necessary to prepare us for the building. But when we don't allow the respect for the word of God in our lives, when we don't revere the word of God as we ought to, we'll find ourselves letting the word of God have no effect upon us. You see, we live in an age where many feel like it get, that the grace has given them this privilege and that they need to disregard doctrine. Yes, I think I'm thankful for grace and I and I love the fact that God has given us his grace. But we have to understand. And yes, we are under grace. And but however, we have to understand that God's word and God's doctrines and teachings are the most important thing in our lives. Yes, it's not just grace alone. See, we fail to remember that we are under the command to follow and obey God's words and teaching. Yes, grace is a free gift that was given to us. And, and but the growth takes place when we begin to let the word of God have its way in us. Growth takes place when we allow the word of God to begin to have a good effect on our lives. See, when we fail to act according to the word of God, we'll find ourselves failing in our faith. When we fail to operate and live according to the word of God, we'll find our faith falling on shaky ground. See, James 1 and 22 says, be ye doers of the word and not just hearers only.
I like what William Barclay says in his commentary. He says, knowledge must become action, theory must become practice, and theology must become life. He's simply saying that we've got to begin to put the word in action. We can't just hear the word only. And that's what this second believer, the, that's what the second person in our text does, the second house developer does. He builds a house without any regard to the word of God. He builds a house on a foundation with no foundation at all. And as a result of building a house with no foundation, that foundation being missing is what causes that house to fall. And when we look at the text, it's simply telling us one builds a house on a solid and sure foundation, while the other builds a house with no foundation at all. And when we build a house with no foundation at all, yes, and just like the first house, when the storms come, there'll be nothing to keep it standing. When the storms come, there'll be nothing to hold it together because we did not build on a sure and a true foundation. And as a result, we have a failing foundation. The last thing that I want us to see out of our text is that your foundation will be tested. You see, we start with a strong and a solid foundation. And if we start with a strong and a solid foundation, and when the storms come, yes, they will come. And if we are to stand the storms to come, then we must make sure that we have a solid and true and sure foundation. See, when the storms of life come and they began to, to beat upon us both spiritually and naturally, when they began to beat upon us, we've got something that will keep us. We got something that will keep us upright in the midst of that storm. We got something that no matter the winds that blow or the waves that beat upon us, it will still be standing when the storm is over. But so many of us find ourselves being beaten down because our foundation was shaking. So many of us find ourselves being beaten down because we did not understand that we had to build upon a proper and true foundation. You see, the text said that the houses were built upon a rock. It survived the storm. It was built upon a foundation and therefore it survived the storm. But the house that was built upon the sand, it not only said that it failed, but it said great was its fall. That's why many people experienced this great falling away from the body of Christ and from the Christian faith because their fall was great. And I believe the fall was great because their foundation was not sure. Their foundation was not built upon something strong. Their foundation was not built upon that which will last. Their foundation didn't require any digging. They just built upon some surface thing. And when they were hit with some deep truths, it began to shake their world. And as it began to shake the world, it began to crumble them and began to beat them down. And as a result of that, they began to lose faith. And many of them have walked away from the faith. And yes, many of them find themselves even preaching against the faith of Christianity now that they have fallen and great was their fall. But had they built upon a true and a sure foundation, their fall, first of all, would not have come. Yes, and when they think about this, the storms, so those who survive the storms are those who have built their life on the rock. Oh, hallelujah. Not just any rock, but the rock of Jesus Christ. He is the rock of your life. He is the cornerstone of your foundation. When you built upon him, when you built upon the rock of Jesus Christ, you built upon the most stable foundation that there is. If your faith does not start with Jesus Christ, if that which you believe about God does not start with Jesus Christ, you're building on a shaky foundation already. You see, there are times in our foundation, it will begin to show signs of shifting. Uh -huh. The house will may show some signs of shifting, the foundation shifting, because you'll see cracks begin to develop in the wall. 
And as those cracks began to develop in the wall, it's a sign that something's happening with the foundation. And see, well, you got to begin to check your foundation at that point. Yes, but many people don't understand that and they don't realize that that cracks that they're seeing have to do with the foundation and they began to try to deal with it with some surface things. Yes, they see the signs of the foundation cracking and they see the signs of the foundation shifting, but they try to address it in many other ways. Many times we see the foundation of our shifting and the cracks begin to come in the wall. We'll just plaster over it and repaint it and go on with life. But those cracks will soon come back. Those cracks will re reappear again and again and again. We have to understand that when cracks come into our lives, when, when we begin to see signs that there's something going on with our foundation, we got to deal with it. We can't just go on as if nothing is happening. You see, again, there are times when there's some shifting taking place in our foundation, and it's just showing you that there are some signs that there's something going on with the foundation. But we got to make sure that we check our some foundation for signs of shifting and damage. Yes, there are times in our spiritual life that something may hit us and it may shift us a little bit. But it doesn't break the foundation. It doesn't destroy what we built. It just shifts us a little bit. Yes, there have been times when many of us have gone into a place of maybe doubt or, or maybe a, 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 even a place of non-belief about some things for a moment. But then we soon come to our senses because our foundation was sure. We soon come to our senses because the foundation reminded us that we're built upon that which is true and sincere. And that is Jesus Christ, the solid rock. We built upon something that cannot be destroyed. We built upon something that cannot be shaken and when we see those signs uh, of shifting taking place and we see those signs of damage taking place we got to make sure that we deal with the real problem yes not just deal with the cracks but what's causing the cracks what's causing me to have this shift in in my understanding what's what's causing me to have this shift of doubt come into my life and i began to get to the root of the matter is and it's probably because we've allowed something to creep in and we've got to deal with it and yes because we have a solid foundation it does not shake us to the point that we fall away from the faith but we continue to buy the faith because we're built upon something that is stronger than the devil and stronger than the world. We're built upon Jesus Christ. And as many people are bombarded with ridicule and bombarded with, with doubt and bombarded with people saying, why do you believe that? And bombarded with all of the, the questions that we get sometimes in the body of Christ. And when we stand strong in our faith and stand strong and sure knowing that God has given us everything that we stand in need of, that God has given us everything everything that we need in order to survive the storms that come our way. Yes, it may be a spiritual storm coming your way. Yes, it may be a storm that has come your way. And as a result, it's people coming into your life and they're challenging you about your Christian faith. They're challenging you about your Christian walk. Yes, they're, they're asking you, why is it that God is allowing bad things to happen to good people? But because I'm built on a solid rock, I know that God is a good God, no matter what people say. Because I'm built on a solid rock, it does not bother me when people question and say, how can you believe in a virgin birth? Because I'll see some people believe in a whole lot more crazy stuff than that. But yet I'm solid in what I believe. Why? Because Jesus Christ is what I built upon. Jesus Christ is the rock that I built my foundation upon. And because I built upon a true and a real and a sincere foundation, I don't worry about what challenges come. I don't worry about the storms that come my way because I know that I built a storm proof house. I know that I built a storm proof foundation. 
foundation. And because Jesus Christ is my rock and because Jesus Christ is what I stand upon and because Jesus Christ is the head of my life and because Jesus Christ saved me, sanctified me and filled me with his Holy Ghost because Jesus Christ teaches me day by day. I don't worry about the storms that are coming. I don't worry about the storms that I've already been through. Yes, I may have come through with a little battered and a little worn, but I've come through it nonetheless. And because I've come through the storm, I believe in Jesus Christ even the more. And yes, even as he died on that cross at Calvary, Jesus was going through a storm, but he had his faith in the Father. His faith was built upon something that was stronger than him. His faith was built upon the word of the Father. And because he had the word of the Father operating in his life, and he he operated on the word of God. He didn't let the word of God fall by the wayside, but he believed in it and he walked by it. And because of it, God brought him through the storm of his life. God brought him through the storm of death. God brought him through the storm of the resurrection. God brought him through and brought him back safely into the kingdom of God. And now he sits at the right hand of God, the father almighty. Why? Because he had a sure and stable foundation. When he came to this world, he had a sure and a stable foundation. When he came up out of that grave, he had a sure and a stable foundation that he now sits upon with God the Father Almighty. I'm so grateful and thankful for the foundation that my faith is built upon. But my question for you today, how is your faith? What is your foundation like? Will your foundation be able to stand the tests that are coming? Will your foundation be able to stand the storms that come into your life? And if your answer is no or you're not sure, then maybe you need to check your foundation. Maybe you've already seen signs of cracking around you. It's time to check your foundation and see it built on the one thing that is sure, the one thing that is true, and that is the rock of Jesus Christ. So I ask you today, how is your foundation? Check your foundation. Make sure that it's solid. Make sure that it's stormproof. Make sure that it's built upon the rock of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.